Hi everybody, Steve Holliday here and welcome back to my podcast, Our Leadership Voices Uncut. So this final piece um, is in itself a little bit of an experiment. As you know, I am exploring my own voice alongside the co-hosts that join me. And uh, my first uh, podcast host, as you know, was Nev Duncan, Neville Duncan, my long-term best buddy, um, life friend. And um, he and I caught up um, remotely, um, him back in Newcastle and me in the Midlands in the UK, to explore our reflections on our voices, having listened to the podcast. So um, let's see what we made of it. Hey, dude. Hey, doody dude. Uh, hello, mate. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Loud and clear. Okay? Yeah, aye, aye. He's in the shed again. <laughs> I've got this image of you just doing the yeah. doing during the day and then yeah. in for tea and then back in for late nights. <laughs> so the number of hours you're doing in the shed is uh, gone up a bit. Yeah, it's got to be done though. <laughs> I don't really have an option. Uh, cool. I was just thinking we um, as we were talking about when we were up at uh, Ernie's Wood, you know. Um, doing the first podcasts, you know, it's a bit different um, today because obviously you're, I'm in the Midlands and you're up in uh, Newcastle and um, we don't have an outdoor live theatre to have a chat in, but, um, you know, and it's miserable outside and probably everywhere uh, at the yeah. moment, but um, demand is, yeah, yeah, demand is coming back, which is, I mean, it's not been that long since we had the podcast chat, but you did say, come back and let's have another podcast at the end of August and see, yeah. see how it feels then, you know. You'll be ready for your rest by then, hopefully. It'd be yeah. nice to be saying, I need a rest. Yeah, but somehow I'm managing to make it look like everything's fine. It's me that's uh, the swan. Just me that the legs are going under the water going oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> spinning the plates. Keep spinning them. So but I know it's only it's only really it's a short period of time, I know that because I think that's why I don't feel too bad because I know by the end of August it'll be it'll return back to some sort of calmness. So it's just a burst for about three or four months, which I think I can manage. I can just about handle that. I couldn't handle it for twelve months. But no. uh, I think for four months, yeah, um, we'll just, we always get through it. So, um, yeah. Oh, it's just a brill problem to have, given the conversation we had about, you know, on the on the podcast about resilience and about how it's been, you know, it's just great, you know. Um, yeah, it's um, it has its challenges and problems, but it's just a great, it's just great to hear, you know. It doesn't surprise us. You said, you know, you know it, the demand is there. Um, so, um, uh, I was just, I've got lots of questions about family and things. We'll have a proper check-in, um, uh, after this conversation, but, um, it would be good just to record this little final piece. Um, and, um, it's all a bit of an experiment really. You know, I've, I know I've got this shape of obviously you and me are the first podcast. So we've got, how do we know each other? story and then we've got the story about what matters between us which was mental resilience and the pandemic story and coming back but this final piece is like because I'm exploring my own voice yeah I thought it would be good to it's good to just together just say so we've listened back to ourselves 
what what is kind of it's only like two questions one is and even that's an experiment it's just a short few minutes really when you hear when we hear our own voices what is our immediate response you know what do we immediately think of feel what's our immediate stories in our heads about how we sound because there is quite i think there's quite a bit in biology and neuroscience about we don't sound on recorded items like we think we do coming out of our own uh you know our own, when we listen to our own voice live it doesn't sound the same but um so i i'm just asking the question for both of us what if we stop a minute and just not the content but listen to the voice what what's our first reactions first responses and that's quite a neutral question it can be good or good and or bad or it's just interesting to know what people take pay attention to and then maybe um maybe what do we value most you know so what do we what do we notice and maybe what do we value and it's literally just four or five minutes chat between us um and then what i'll do is over time is i'll build with everybody I meet, I'll build a catalog of those. And then that might lead to some insights, you know, just in terms of um, how much voice matters, you know, in terms of presence. And uh, so um, I had a little listen back to a portion of our section just before we came on. Um, but you said you had it logged already. You'd been listening to your own voice. What, what when, when you first started listening back, what, what was your immediate reflections, your immediate re reactions? To your um, voice and mine, but to your voice. I think it's a bit uncomfortable when you first hear things back because it's just the tone, the almost the accent, which you think you might have got rid of when you left a certain place, is still there. The twang's still there. Um, I think the other thing I noticed was it was just, you know, it was just initially, just like me and you talk and, you know, normal. You know, and, and to be honest, I'm probably a bit more comfortable listening back to my own voice with the and what we said in in the podcast about me recording stuff when I start to do stuff, you know, just yeah. on uh, on my phone. Uh, and at first, it's a bit uncomfortable, but actually, the more you do it, it's it's interesting to listen back to because, in a way, it gives you a better sense of how, like you just said, how people hear you. You know, when you're talking, this is what they're hearing. It's not always what you think. Um, mm. I think it might make you a bit more careful. Um, I don't know. And, and I don't mean like trying to catch anybody out. I just mean think about what you're going to say and try and make it a bit more succinct. Because sometimes I can just go off on a tangent. And I do do that with people. And uh, I do tell them to tell me to shut up because I just go off <laughs> on one. Um, not, ra not ranting and being uh, angry and aggressive, just... No, you know, you just get a bit uh, carried away with what you're talking about, and um, sometimes you just have to pause and slow down a little bit. Um, but I did, I did feel like um, that did happen, although you know I felt probably guided as well, you know, by you, as in, you know, what was coming next. Um, a lot of questioning from you. Um, that wasn't a bad thing. That was great. It was that sense of guiding us through the the conversation and what we were trying to sort of, you know, get yeah. out of it. Yeah. I mean, it's tri It's it's. I think it's just kind of building on what you were saying. Is um. So I, you know, I was thinking I'll build on that specific. So I, I, 
I think the very fact you said it felt like just me and you talking, I think there's an element of that's what I want to try to achieve on these things. It's almost like a re- somebody's behind the curtain listening to a chat that they wouldn't normally hear. Of course, there is there are moments where I do, you know, I am thinking, you know, what naturally what's a helpful question to ask. Um, I also realize that I do, I've got so used to helping other people, I do ask a lot of questions. Yeah. I can remember years ago when I was on the talent program at E.ON, when we graduated in Berlin, they did a certificate for everybody in 2008. And I remember the guy on the program, it was Boston Consulting, said, and, and next is Stephen Holliday, the man with all the questions. And I used to think, what is he on about? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> you know, but I guess you, that's why I end up doing what I do, because it's important that you can ask questions. Talking of which... One thing I did notice that is um, sometimes when I ask a question, I, I, I have about eight lines to ask a question. <laughs> there was a little voice in my head saying, just ask the bloody question once. You don't yeah. need to ask it four times. You know? And sometimes I did that well. Sometimes I didn't do it so well. Not, yeah. It's not a bad thing, but it's just to, to improve, you know, because I think you and I are used to our own voices like some people aren't. You know, like Tanya, when I did the second podcast, she hardly ever hears her own voice on audio or video. So she's just yeah. freaked out by it, whereas you and I are used to it. You know, we yeah. use it a lot. So yeah. um, I think it's appreciating the... You... Um, go on. No, go on. I was just saying appreciating... The, I'm just saying appreciating the... Um, what I quite liked, the portion I listened to today was... Um, me and you were talking about Ernie's Wood and the Synergy Project and the, that one day that teams can have, you know. And I felt like with more time, we got more into just responding to each other. You know, I could hear you jumping in spontaneously and me nudging something back, you know. Um, I quite like that. Um, but the other thing I noticed actually was, which I think I know, but it's important to say again out loud, is actually the, the silence not speaking weirdly I'm, I'm asking us about our voice and yet i'm saying not speaking slowing down a little bit and not speaking and having a bit of silence now i know that in my coaching work but even in po- the podcast conversations it's it's okay just the there's moments where we have silence and there's birds tweeting and you know it, yeah. i think it i think it adds to it even though it takes more time um, so I quite like that. I thought, yeah, we, that you should value that more than maybe you already do, you know, um, for sure. Yeah, I think I, the other thing that I noticed was, um, and it's still there, and, 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 you know, we spoke about the the emotion and stuff and how it was still quite raw from three years ago, but even listening back, it still is. It's just something that won't go away. <laughs> Even listening back to it, I could feel myself getting yeah. emotional again because I know those. it's like a trigger, isn't it? As soon as I start to think about it again, it just brings back, yeah, all those um, quite depressing times, which it was at that time. It was, it was a massive blow. And I don't know whether that was a blow just to how it was a blow to my ego because maybe I thought I'd cracked it and... Then suddenly somebody was telling me, "Well, you haven't, mate. This is uh, yeah. this is not as easy as you think it is." So here you go. Let's have bring you back down to earth um, with a bang. So yeah, and I think I am, you know, quite emotional. And 
you know, people get scared by emotion, I think, sometimes. So I do sort of keep it in because, you know, when you when you see somebody getting upset, it's like, oh, oh I'm not sure I want to be around that person because they get upset easily. And then you kind of think, well, is that a bit of a weakness? And, and it isn't. And I told somebody at, at Durham the other day when we had the podcast because she was interested in it, and I told her what I was, what we'd been speaking about and how I got a bit emotional at that point. And she started to get a bit emotional. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, I need to stop this. I'm going to have everybody bloody crying. Oh, so, dear. Oh. But it just, because I think when you say that, I think other people think, well, actually, you know what? I feel like that sometimes as well. And I think if you're honest with people, it does open up um, or maybe lowers barriers to, to affront sometimes that people try and keep that yeah. I'm really strong and nothing affects me. And Yeah. And when they see somebody who they think is probably strong, who's like breaking down themselves a little bit, maybe, I don't know. I don't see it as a weakness, but I don't. I have spoke about it a lot more, if I'm honest. You um, have, you have this last pandemic. year. Yeah, you have this last year for sure. I mean, you've always had a, you know, you've, I don't think you've always been, you've, not, you've never been insensitive to your emotion, you know. And actually, it's interesting even the topic of emotion because, you know, we have lots of emotions. Our behaviors are all emotions, but some of them are sad and upset emotions. Some of them are happy and passionate emotions, you know. But I think what the point you're making about the voice, which is what I notice when I listen back, because um, you actually at the very end, you took, we talk about that forest bathing and you laughed and said, you know, I got, you know, even I got emotional, you know, but, but your voice, when you speak about it, you had quite a bit of authority in your voice as you were actually talking about your own responses. You do, you were doing what you're doing right now, which is you were saying, look, uh, yeah, yeah, I get, I'm, I'm passionate about what I do. I get emotional about it. But actually, I can process it and I can be vulnerable. And that's leadership. That's powerful. And when you re-listen to that, that voice again, this is the power of audio, right? I mean, video is one thing, but the power of audio of actually taking the time to tune into that conversation we had, it does re-stimulate that there's something awesome about the sound waves penetrate and even for a stranger, I mean, me and you were there, but even for strangers re listening to it, I, I guarantee it'll penetrate them. It's why people get emotional when they watch TV things, you know, because mm. you see what's happening, but it's also the audio. But you yeah. were quite, you had quite a bit of authority in your voice as well, I noticed. You know, it's, um, that's the thing I was, one final thing I was going to say about what I'm, I haven't got an answer to, but one of the things I'm curious about exploring my own voice is the, I think over the years, when I was younger, I mean, obviously I have a quite deep voice and Tanya's always said to me, you know, you need to, just whisper a bit more because you've got quite a loud voice, you know, and I used to say, no, no, I haven't. And you say, yeah, they'll be able to hear you miles away. And I go, no, no, no. I've always thought, I think I was taught a long time ago, not by parents, but by institutions and systems that, you know, have a strong voice, you know. Um, but increasingly, as I've got older, I'm curious about how a soft voice can be a, a gentler, but firm voice can be just as powerful. Um, and I noticed in our conversation, there was times I was quite animated and my voice got faster and stronger. And then there were moments where it was slower and a bit softer, but still firm. And yeah. I'm, I'm interested in just exploring that a bit, actually. Um, power, you know, how the, the power difference in your voice and how it doesn't all have to be at one end, you know. Um, but I think that you said that's a bit linked to pace as well. Yeah. Um, 
but you've also got the other thing I notice. I'm also saying to myself, look, you are who you are. Part of how you speak is you speed up sometimes, you slow down sometimes. You know, don't try and force it completely all the other way. Yeah, because then it'll become a show. Which I think is the one thing it never felt when I listened back to our audio. It didn't feel like a show at all. Um, that is the one. That is the one little. Uh, I think it's part of the reason I've held off launching. I'm going to talk to Ron about it when we walk together next week. I think that's partly why one of my little inner critic hooks is, um, you know, will will people think the content's rubbish because it's not a show. But of course, it deliberately isn't a show. I don't want it to be a show, you know, a performance. It's just real people having conversation. And that's why it says uncut in the title, right? So we just shoot the breeze. Um, but, um, uh, and I, I, the other thing I noticed was um, was just, it's great to hear laughter and, you know, a bit of giggles and laughing. And, you know, it's amazing how that can reverberate in your ears. Yeah. Um, so, you know, me and you will do more and, um, you know, we'll, um, uh, you know, we'll find out what happens to our voice on different days. I mean, you and I know on different, you know, it's the same, isn't it? On different days, your voice can be very different. Yeah. Even when you were doing those Friday videos, you know, some yeah. Fridays, your voice was very different to other Fridays. Yeah, yeah, that, definitely. You know, and that's all right. Um Let's pause there, and um, this kind of ends our um, kind of officially ends uh, the, the first um, round of podcasts for for uh, our leadership voices and cut, and uh, uh, we can get launched next week. <laughs> hey, and, uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Let me just pause Thank there. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Ah, uh, it's going to be great.